You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're co- your Kodak boy. You sound you sound low. I can't hear you at all. That's you. You got to turn yourself. You got to turn the volume up. I'm jacked. If I no. gain any more than this, uh, you're gonna go deaf. Our listeners are weak. Gonna, our, we're gonna get letters. Oh, I don't know about that. We're we're live. What's going on? What's what's happening on this here uh, holiest of days? Mm, I had a whole thing written out like, oh, we should talk about this, but I lost it. I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. You have a whole, you had a whole thing written house. I had a whole, yo, you see, he, he's like really, he's I like, see he's, he's with, uh, with the, a lot of Jamaican women these days. Yeah, Yo, he's the new Chet Hanks. Yeah. He's, yeah. That's the, that's his tip. He's on a tear. He's on a tear. Uh, everybody. If you think Kyle Rittenhouse is a villain, uh, just take this under advisement. They win. They win. You got villains always win. You got to divorce yourself from this idea that there's a, like a justice in this world, like a cosmic right and wrong. There's we don't got to do this. We our listeners know this. There are we are we have the most black pilled audience uh, in 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 the podcast game. God, I just smiled broadly. <laughs> finally is that everything you wanted yeah finally we're there we got a bunch of people who are just pure nihilists <laughs> kudos dark-eyed nihilists uh, as or uh, doomers as they say uh, in memes oh omicron how many so how many people how do we how many holiday plans were were ruined do you think I don't even want to talk about it, man. Every time I try to talk sense about COVID, I get hit with a blowgun from a ninja, and then I wake up three days later. I I, ca- I can't do it anymore. the The level of irrationality is has peaked. Uh, the other day, when one person died, and it made the news, I thought we would have been good on this subject. I thought people would say. Yeah, I don't need to talk about Omicron again in my life. But no, they're in a panic. Everybody's afraid they're going to kill grandma. Here's my point. If grandma dies of Omicron, grandma's got to go. Because it's weak. It's weak sauce COVID. It's, it's, having had it, having, as I can speak as a primary source, uh, it's, it's like weak sauce isn't even the, the phrase, it's like, it was barely anything. I had like a sore throat for like two days. So I, we, I, I was kind of tired. Yeah, but that could have just been anything. It could have been the fact that you were laying in bed playing video games. It, uh, I was laying in, well, the, well, it was, you know, the, 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 the rundownness came first. Here's the thing, Eric. We have trained everybody to think that COVID is going to kill them, even though, I mean, scientists said a year ago, yeah, we're going to get lots of variants of this. In all likelihood, if it follows the course of uh, other viruses, it will eventually weaken and the variants will become less and less dangerous to human beings. Well, somehow we just forgot all that shit. And we are so panicked that people are not going to see their families. People are calling out of their uh, pilot jobs, whatever the fuck. It's we've trained the American populace to be uh, not pandemic headed, but panic headed. You know what I mean? Everything's a hysteria. Well, it's, it's well, no, but it's even weirder than that because like, it's not like they're hiding the information that Omicron is super fucking mild and hasn't really killed anybody like that. Information's out there. That's what, but I'm, like, no, that's what I'm saying. We're ignoring it because we'd rather panic. But, but that's, what's weird about it is like, anything you look up about Omicron, like that's at the face of it is that, you know, it doesn't seem like, well, first, and, and a weird thing too about Delta was that Delta was super less deadly 
than the than the OG variant or the OG OG recipe, original recipe. Like COVID Delta was less deadly, but more contagious. And now this is again less deadly than that and way more contagious evidently. But it's like we don't yeah, we don't care. Like is we don't <laughs> I I don't know, man. People are strange. Like I, I can tell you, I can tell you, I've had it. It's the it's NBD not- variant. Is what it is. <laughs> that's what they should call it. If it gets any less deadly, it's gonna start. I don't know. Maybe it'll start doing good things for you. Yeah, it'll it'll uh, improve your vision. You won't need glasses anymore if you get the next COVID variant. In a, in in a pre-COVID world, if if I had felt the way that 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 Omicron has made me felt, it would have been a I got to suck this up and go into work situation. Okay, so that's what's interesting to me is. Again, in this panic, people are like, oh, no, I can't go to work. I'll risk everyone's life. Not making the connection. No, you fucking won't. (laughs) Like, you were a dick who went to work sick prior to this. Why the fuck not now? In all likelihood, the, the flu will prove, for people listening to me right now who are sick of flu comparisons, I'm willing to bet money that the flu, this season's flu specifically, will prove more deadly than Omicron. I'd be oh. willing to bet I'd be willing to bet money on that. Yeah, so, I would I'd put some I'd put some I put some doge on that. I if I needed if I had a job where I needed to get in hours and bullshit like that, a hundred percent I would show up to the Dunkin' Donuts gig with the flu. Hundred percent with no regard for the people I'm serving, no regard for my coworkers. I need to survive. I've done so, it. I've done it in a pre-pandemic world. I have shown up to work with the flu. And and what happened? Did everybody in your office expire? I mean, I might have killed it. Well, no, this was probably when I was working at the grocery store. Although I showed up to the office gig too, fucking sick too in the pre-COVID world. But uh, you know, I was I was working in a deli. I, I probably gave some old bitch the flu. My dad almost had a uh, he, he almost took the CNN pill out of his mouth. Actually, I think he's like CNN faux gras now, where it just they like, like pump it directly into his stomach. He, like it, there's just a tube full of uh, CNN pills going into his stomach at all times. But he almost had a moment of clarity today about Omicron and how if fewer than ten people in the entire United States have died from this, and it could be fewer than that for all I know. I'm just I'm highballing it at ten, right? That's a highball. So let's say 10 people in the entirety of the United States. When would you say it's any exaggeration that like a third of the people you know have it right now? Oh my God. Like every, I don't know what's going on, if it's my circle or what it is, but like I know so many people who have it right now. That's what I'm saying. Everybody I know has it. And if everybody I know has it and let's just extrapolate. Let's say that that's the Eastern seaboard. We don't even need to apply it to the United States. Okay. So that's the East coast, Northeast. Let's say Northeast. Okay. Northeast. Everybody's got it. Anecdotal evidence. Every human being's got it. And fewer than 10 people have died. Even my father who is attached to Chris Cuomo by the penis (laughs) could say, Oh yeah, that doesn't, that uh, yeah maybe maybe we're being a bit extreme on this when we're shutting down Europe. Yeah, so here's an article from four days ago, uh, from Reuters, Texas Harris County uh, on Monday reported its first death related to Omicron. It's believed to be the first in the United States. Four days ago. For uh, well, you know, science changes very rapidly. That there could be hundreds of thousands dead now. Yeah, uh, he was between 50 and 60 and was unvaccinated. Yeah, so here's the thing, everybody. Uh, Eric and I talked about it on one of our Insta lives, but there's no way to look at the Biden messaging, the Biden White House messaging of, hey, if you like, for those of you unvaccinated, this will be a, this holiday season will be a horror filled with death and destruction and the end of your family line. There's no way to read that messaging at this point when we now know that COVID is shared between the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. There's no way to look at that except they want me to hate my neighbor. They th- That this is now they're taking advantage of the situation to run a PSYOP and get me to hate people. Like I have to now have like negative feelings about people in the South 
and call people from redneck states total morons who can't think for themselves who don't they're not uh, aware of their own interests to even pursue them and that's what they want me to do that's how they would like me to conduct myself is to hate my neighbor i i just want to make it known out there uh i started experiencing omicron covid symptoms probably like two weeks to the day that i got the booster shot so oh uh, take it for what it's worth everybody i know has it and everybody i know is vaccinated yeah So, so and a large number of those people boosted it the it seems seems everybody that uh vaccination and contracting this thing have nothing to do with each other like th- that you will if you're vaccinated if you're unvaccinated you're going to get it if you're vaccinated you're going to get it full stop that's it so with that in mind why are we fixated on the unvaccinated why i i presumably because there's some kind of motive behind uh there's some kind of uh, people getting vaccinated yo they just want me to hate they want me to hate a guy named ted who works in customer service and i just can't bring myself to do it i mean i don't i don't know whatever it's like this i hope that this is the last time this podcast ever talks about covid can we call it at this point the guy, like, there's a guy that works. He works at a China fish fry place. Let's say that his Americanized name is Mike. They want me to hate Mike. <laughs> That's what this is. You want me to hate the guy that works at China Fry, and it, it, instead of saying, "Hey, can we can we put the the pieces of society back?" together now please can we can you st- i don't hate mike uh, you're not going to get me to hate mike although i will say a lot of people online hate mike <laughs> so maybe maybe i'm in the minority at this point who knows well i uh, as i'm going to reiterate can can this can this like straight up be the last time we talk about this thing it's it's a non-deadly uh virus at this point uh it shouldn't have such a stranglehold on our lives and it shouldn't even be relevant to speak about at this point. Maybe every, maybe this is like everyone needs to get it now so they can see that, Oh, this is like really no big deal. Huh? Like, and people don't want to hear that. People get like, I'm saying this right now and I'm already like afraid of like someone like clutching their pearls at that. But it's like, listen, it's been about two years now. Uh, We've clearly entered the phase where, this is not this is not anything to panic about. This is not anything to be fearful of. I, I can't respect your fear of a thing no. that is like is is evidently very mild. And yeah, sure. Uh you know, my mild experience could be someone else's serious experience, maybe. Uh, but at the end of the day, seems seems statistically. Statistically, it seems unlikely to really fuck you up. Seems unlikely you're going to go to the hospital. Seems unlikely that you're going to die. Unless some of our listenership is uh, over the age of, you know, 60. But I I don't know about that. Over the age of 60 and in poor health with what they call lifestyle diseases. Which, by the way, I found out that my – this is kind of interesting to me. I never in my life – and this in and of itself is interesting. In my entire life, I never thought once, not one time – about my grandfather's parents, not for a single moment. And I've thought about other family members to that level of extraction, but, but my mother's father is like already a bit of a mystery to me. So his parents complete mystery. And he was around. It's not like he ran out on the family, but like he just, nobody ever seemed to know his back, like his ethnicity or his background. Everybody thought he was native American turned out. No, he just liked to be tan. So like it, 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 mystery man. Right. And, uh, my aunt was uh, showing me photos of her grandparents, right? My grandfather's father and handsome guy, wife, uh, in the way that they used to say this, a uh, handsome woman and a very old country. Uh, I don't know what country that would be, but it was a very ugly country, whatever, which one she came from, but he was a decent looking guy. And I said, 
Oh, they, they, they died young. And she said, yeah, he worked at a, at a, uh, a printer, like a, like a newspaper printer sort of thing. And the chemicals gave him cancer and he died. <laughs> Yo, how 1900 is that? Like, how, like, how, like, completely turn of the century is that? No story? justice. Like, oh, yeah, there's no, like, you couldn't pursue the, like, you know, they, they, you had no recourse. You were just like the coal miners of industry, you know? Uh, but I, I just thought that that was so perfectly depressing. And imagine just like hitting like 47 and being informed, yeah, you know that weird job at the print shop that you had that that, that uh, you, there's no pension and uh, you've been able to buy a car and uh, the farm isn't uh, quite underwater, but uh, it hasn't been a great life. And you say, yeah, yeah no, I, I'm aware of my job. And they say, oh, it killed you bad news you've you've got stage well they, they might not have even had stages in 1900 they might have just gone yeah you're dead in three weeks and he's like oh shit i shouldn't have worked in that print shop for three, 33 years <laughs> but you know how fucking crazy it just it struck me as like such a such like a like wow what an unfortunate life yes ass well like most i think before the year i was gonna say before like 1960 most people's lives were so disposable. It was like, it's people would, people nowadays would be like aghast at the, at the ways in which life was just expended and no one even like batted an eye at it. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm like 57 and I'm laying in my, I'm in bed in my parents' house reading manga and playing switch. Yeah, You should be in a foxhole somewhere. I sh- I honestly should be a tunnel rat right now. I should come back from a war with severe PTSD and have to do weird shit like chew like uh, p- large pieces of wood just to stay calm. You should be in a trench with gangrene, uh, struggling to to unjam your M1 carbine as a man uh, screams German at you with a rusty bayonet, and you're going. Ah, ah, ah. That should be your life. I should be in shock trying to put my homie's brain back into his skull. (laughs) (laughs) Saying things like, stay with me, Ted, stay with me, Ted, stay with me. Come on, come on, come on. And meanwhile, it's like, I'm just like pieces of gray matter are just like blobbing around in my hands. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the only healthy life for, for the American male. That's that you, we need these experiences. Otherwise you, uh, you buy, uh, uh, furry ears on the internet and you walk around, uh, you walk around your neighborhood with a, with a foxtail, uh, between your, between your ass cheeks. <laughs> it's the direction we're all headed. It's where we're at uh, now. Well, we're, we've, we're, we're cowering from a, from a, you know, from the Omicron. So, you know. Everybody needs whatever. I think we need a pandemic of like gangrene. I think everyone needs like a real illness to be afraid of so they can stop being afraid of Omicron. Is that a good deal? No, nah, even the shit we should be afraid of, we're not afraid of. Like, it, it's uh, you shouldn't be afraid of anything. No, well, okay. I think having a hesitance towards dark alleys, gas station bathrooms, and prison is totally fine. You I sound think, like a you sound like a weakling. Uh, listen, I saw a relative today who has a hard time staying out of jail, and he's fat but fragile. And my father, who has much more experience at this than I do, and I, as soon as he left, we were like, "This kid is going to be." My father said he's going to going to be washing sixty dudes sixty dudes pants when he goes back, because. Imagine being fat but weak. That's like I don't have to imagine. Oh <laughs> god. It's like a nightmare. Like you just like you don't even have the agility to avoid the 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 kicks. You know? <laughs> like it's like it's truly. Oh, we got to get into the guy who had a problem with me making fun of fat people on this. Oh, uh, I would love to talk about that. But uh just to maybe put a put a put a fine point on the to to cap it off here. You shouldn't be. I understand people are have fears in life, but like 
And like, that's fine. It's a normal thing for everybody, obviously. But like, if you're ever in a, if you ever find yourself in a point in life where the fear is making you not do a thing you would otherwise really want to do, or, uh, yeah, if, if you, if you find yourself not doing things out of fear, or if you're projecting that constantly on strangers who are doing just fine without you. Yeah. Oh, well that's, yeah, that's big time. But I'm just saying you got to start, you remember that like in 2002, everyone had the no fear in the, in the, in the, like in the weird jagged fonts, like, you know, yeah, bring on, it, it was, back, everybody, bring, it, bring back. it back. It was on everybody's skateboards. Like bring it back. Stop being afraid of things. Stop. Like I, un, again, being hesitant of certain situations, being, you know, being smart, that's fine. But stop with, you got to stop being afraid. Just stop. It's, yeah, it's just, it's such a, it's such an unbecoming quality. And the way that you hate men who cry, I hate anyone who's like afraid of anything. Like yeah, the, death hesitancy is a good thing. Being a pussy is different. Exactly. It's not good. Everybody like it's very bad. I don't know, man. Like it, take a couple of punches to your head. It, uh, understand that life is not as scary as you think. It's uh, like, and I'm not like, no, again, I'm nobody's idea of a rugged man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, again, when you and I get off the phone, I am going to sit here and play switch for two hours. Same. My dick might fall off. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, like a child in a man's body. I went to a trampoline park today. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let's talk about the trampoline park. Uh, it was me. 35 children and stepdads. I was chilling with the stepdads like who, by the way, are irresponsible. <laughs> like stepdads don't care about you the way that your dad cares about you. <laughs> Cause there, there's this like ninja course, like American Ninja warrior course at these things. I don't, have you been to a trampoline park? No, it sounds fun as hell. It's so fucking fun. You're tired after 20 minutes, like exhausted, but it is fun as hell. And they got these courses. I don't know why. It's pretty weird that they would have these really intense American Ninja Warrior style courses. Uh, Unless you're going to gamble on them, I guess. Like maybe if you and like 10 homies came and you're like, all right, first one to finish, you know what I mean? Like let's let's all throw in uh, 20 bucks. The, uh, the fathers, the stepfathers would just urge their, their like miles Morales looking kids to like American Ninja warrior, this shit. And the kids were doing so much better than me, even though they were technically too short to do it without getting yelled at by the fucking staff. But which by the way, staff on Christmas Eve at the trampoline park, pretty scant, (laughs) not, not not the most, uh, you know, they, they, they weren't out in full force. So, the kids were doing what the fuck ever, which by the way, when a kid starts talking to you, it's pretty weird. Sounds annoying. Like a, a, a kid. So I'm, I've got uh, six weeks of a tour coming up. So I was like, ah, I'm going to go practice stage dives for an hour. And that's exactly what I did. I went to the part of the uh, trampoline park where you just jump into foam. And I just stage dove into foam and the, for a while, like an idiot by myself. Did, did you do it with headphones on? No, I, I was afraid I would lose my headphones. Um, you got to do it. You got to do it with headphones on and throw on some like fucking, uh, Murphy's some, law would be, the, I, yeah. I'm, I'm on a Murphy's law kick right now. Uh, Murphy's, um, they're playing new year's Eve. You got to come down to Brooklyn. Fuck. It's very tempting actually, except the Brooklyn part. But the, uh, so I'm, I'm just there doing fucking very bad stage dives because I'm afraid to flip because when I was a kid, I hit myself in, in the mouth with my knee uh, doing a flip. And now I'm just like scared of losing my teeth to my knee. But I'm – Stop being scared. Lose a tooth. You know what? It's a good point. <laughs> it's a good point. So I'm doing that. I might actually get like a – what do you call it? Like the little mouth guard. I might – because I'm going to go back next week too. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. At any rate, I, uh, I'm doing that and a kid comes up to me and he goes, Hey, do you want to do a contest? And I said, I look around for his parents and I'm like, Oh fuck. I go, uh, sure. And he says, let's see who can uh, jump the furthest. And of course I beat him, but I liked his little kid thing. Every time he'd jump, he would go, I'd look at him to make sure he was okay. And he, and without me saying anything, he'd go, I'm okay. Constantly, (laughs) constantly with I'm okay, which I thought was like, I don't know who taught him to do that, but I thought it was very good. Like he, maybe he's got an overbearing mother, you know what I mean? But he's just, he's just like, I'm okay. Um, but it's weird when a kid comes up to you and is like, Hey, adult that I don't know, uh, we're in a space where I guess I can trust adults. Would you like to engage in a contest with me? You know, the scariest part of the whole trampoline park was the bathroom because there's, I don't want to be the, the only person that would come. It, the odds are that it would be a child that comes into the bathroom. I don't want to be the only adult male in a bathroom with a child ever in my life. <laughs> See, I, I don't, again, I don't respect this fear. I'm going to, I'm going to have, I'm going to have child porn uh, put on your computer so we can get do this fear out of you. Thank you very much for this uh, exposure therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the uh, your cognitive uh, beha- what is it uh, behavior what is it, CBT cognitive CBT behavior? cock and ball torture. There you go. Um, the uh, thank you because uh, I am very scared of being literally anywhere near a child like that I don't know. Very scared. Uh, so at any rate, I tried the American Ninja Warrior uh, course for like thirty five minutes of just constant failure. Uh, worried that I'm going to like ruin my ankle. Uh, it, and, but so fun. Everybody go to a trampoline park tomorrow by yourself on Christmas. Go, go. Where the fuck is there a trampoline park? You know, they're everywhere in suburbia everywhere. I don't know if there's any, are there any on Long Island? Oh, I'm certain you probably get Long Island probably lousy with trampoline parks everywhere. I don't know, man. I never heard of one. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it'd be in your circle, but trust me, they're lit. I mean, I'm sure they're lit. It sounds lit as hell. I would love to go. Let's 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 we Google here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, trampoline Park, Nassau County. Oh yeah, look at that. There's one in Syosset. There you go. There's one in Queens. It's even closer. What? Yeah, let's see here. Launch Trampoline Park, Queens. What neighborhood is this in? It's probably like Elmhurst. Read the reviews. It's probably... Uh, what neighborhood is this? Oh, God. It's like... Oh, is this Rockaway? What is it? You got, you got to say something offensive. Like, oh, it's a colorful neighborhood. No, it's Howard Beach. It's all the Russians. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, that's all right. Let's see. Uh, staff were very friendly. Oh, wait. Here we got a one-star... The money I spent. <laughs> the money, <laughs> the money I spent for a service I didn't receive, and then a bunch of question marks. It what, seems to be what, pretty what good is reviews. The service. There's trampolines, or there's or there's not. Was there no trampolines at the trampoline park? Uh, by the way, I went to the trampoline park with my own uh, studded socks because I had my studded socks from the last trampoline park that I went to. I uh, I want you to think about what kind of weirdo the adult male going by himself in the middle of the day with his own trampoline socks. Uh, just put it, put it, picture that person in your head. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a disturbed person. I asked the guy when I was leaving, I said, is there any like hours that it's like just kind of old gym gymnast dudes doing shit in here and not kids. And he said, uh, he said, those dudes definitely come in, but, there's always kids. I was like, fuck. <laughs> but uh, fun. Trampoline park, fun. Everybody go. Oh, look, there's one really, there's one in Rosalind here, really close to me. There Let's you go. See. 
I'm looking up the, uh, it says a little overpriced. <laughs> it's the review. That's the review. You got the money. You you should just go get, get the homies together and go. Yeah, we should. I was soaked with sweat after 30 minutes. Very bad professionalism. There were favorites and it was blatantly obvious. One coach even said to my daughter that they don't like her. <laughs> also, very, an unprofessional unprofessional trampoline park? Is that what that was? <laughs> yeah, very bad professionalism. That's the, that's the accusation. This trampoline park, which the average employee is probably paid eleven fifty an hour, is unprofessional. They said the, that the one of the coaches told his daughter to, quote, drop the attitude. Maybe your daughter had a stank-ass attitude. <laughs> I mean, this is this is how you get in a fight, man. I mean, the guy this leaving a, the review's got a stank attitude. I bet his fucking daughter does, too. This is in, uh, where is this here? This is in, uh, in, 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 fuck, what neighborhood is this? Flushing, I guess. You gotta go. Hmm. I would go. This yeah, seems fun as hell. There you go. Nice. A friend of mine got a friend of mine got a, a fucking uh, bow and arrow though when we were going to the park and shooting stuff with the bow and arrow, like a hunting bow, hunting bow. This is something you did when you were a child, or are you doing this this week? No, I did this last year. I want to do it again though. But it's fucking cold out. It snowed this morning. I think you're gonna get hit with terroristic threats. No. Long Island is basically the the South. You can do anything there. I do respect that about it. <laughs> I mean, it's about as racist. It's uh, uh yeah, that's true. Might be more so now. It definitely, probably more so. It's uh, it defies the mask mandate. Oh, kudos um, on that. It uh, did you see the lady on CNN? Their their top. They got the so somebody hit us in our Insta live saying, "What do you think about?" this idea that cloth masks are as good as no mask. And we didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. Uh, it's because the CNN lady that they go to every single time for this bullshit uh, finally said it. She just said that casually, like that those shits just don't do anything. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Which I like. Is it the one, is it that doc, is it their like in-house like doctor correspondent lady who works for China? It's the Asian lady. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Juan or something it's like that. It's the Asian lady whose like tone is so condescending that I want to jump out a window every time. I see, every time she goes on the TV, I'm like, oh, how do I just exit life? Yeah, look into that one, folks. Um, so the cloth masks—they don't do anything, huh? I mean, according to this lady, but she's a shill for big mask. I couldn't say. Shill for wait, but shill shill for the N95 masks? Yes. She wants everybody at home with their family wearing like the uh, the Iron Guard from uh, Fallout uh, video games. Uh, she wants you in that suit. She wants you in a power suit. I mean, I want to be in a power suit. Sounds cool. No, I mean, no doubt. So who? So who was? Uh, who 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 was mad at you for calling people fat? Is that is that the deal? I don't know. I guess on our last episode, I. So I, some dude, it, it, look, everybody that's in the sound of my voice, I'm going to now sound like one of those rappers, like one of the cocky rappers that, that or Gary or like hustle culture type people that tells you that, you know, if you woke up at 5am, you'd have a million dollars sort of shit. Gary I'm, V. Uh, yeah. Gary V. I'm going to become that dude for the purposes of this conversation. I know it's insufferable, but it's just like, this is just how I see it. So fuck you if you don't like it. Um, a guy with terminal employee brain wrote Axe to Grind and said, how can you continue to platform this guy referring to me? LOL. Uh, he made fun of postpartum weight gain and said, and said young women are horse. <laughs> Wait, when did you do that? I mean, I know I you did that, but when did it? I did. I mean, here's the thing. I didn't, but if I did, I doubled down on it. <laughs> but I'm I'm pretty sure you would have, if I had said, yes, young women are whores on this podcast, you probably would have stopped me and said, are, are you sure you want to stand on that? I'm not sure. I'm feel, uh, You at least would have noticed, right? Yeah, probably. I probably would have tensed up a little bit. I might have clipped it out of the episode. 
here's the thing. If I said it, I stand by it, but I'm about 100% sure I did not say that. One one time I clipped something out of an episode and then I accidentally uploaded the original file and I was like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, of course. Fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. Anybody that doesn't, who can't use a divining rod to like arrive at the fact that we're joking is too fucking dumb to concern ourselves with. They're just too dumb. At any rate, the reason I say this motherfucker's got employee brain is because, you know, firstly, you are so insignificant as a person, like, or you believe yourself to be. I'm sure that to your family, you are a significant person, but you believe yourself to have no worth. So what you do is you see yourself like, oh, the only means I have to affect change is to go to somebody's employer because you thought that my partners in a podcast are my bosses. Yo, the reason that they continue to platform me is because we're equal partners in it and enjoy doing it together, you weirdo. But for a person like that, they can only see the world as an employee, right? So like, oh, I don't like this. So I'm going to, I'm going to, when I, yo, when I told my girlfriend about this, she hates this podcast and she doesn't think either of us are even a tiny bit funny. Right. But when I told her, she's like, Oh my God, what a bitch. Uh, That's like the most Karen behavior. And I go, yeah, it's not very becoming for a grown man. And she goes, it's a fucking man. She goes, Oh my God. (laughs) She goes, she goes, that's disgraceful. (laughs) And she's a dude that she wishes we would stop right now. She said the episode where I talked about coming on the bottom of your balls was revolting. <laughs> it was like, pretty gross, but that was what's funny about it. But here's the thing. This person, this employee, he listened apparently to the whole episode, not enjoying it and being an unhappy person just to misrepresent me throughout like and listen maybe i don't again i don't remember calling all young women women a horse it's pretty weird but if mm. i said it i double down on it but here's the thing like this is like i to that dude i'm just gonna say you know thank you for listening but <laughs> i think being a whore is like a compliment i'm quite certain i didn't say it but whatever but even the, so i mean like i like i don't know i mean what does whore mean? It means someone who's like has a lot of sex. Listen, don't overthink it. It's cool. it, it, it th- th- this fella, the point is, if you don't enjoy something, you you turn it off. Oh, whatever. We've done this a million times. Look, I'm looking at someone's Instagram story, and they're unwrapping Christmas gifts, and they got a f- such a cool fucking Gundam. Yeah, see, that's that's what I'm, this dude needs. I'm get, fucking get, your, get yourself a Gundam to put together. Don't concern yourself with what I'm doing. He said that he said that we are doing nothing for the community. Oh, that's shut don't, up! Shut that's up! The, that's the part of it that triggered me. <laughs> God, stop! Stop with that shit. That is so like 2016. Shut up! I don't even know what that is. Are you like listening to like Andrew Jackson Jihad and like f- oh. f- f- fucking like? making signs for your Occupy March? Like, what are you doing? What are you talk? What are you even talking about? Now I'm looking at someone who's doing their holiday thing over Zoom. You guys, ugh, God. You know, just, just go give your parents Omicron. They're going to be fine. Now, I'm, you, you follow that guy, Johnny, Johnny Ryan, the artist? Oh, yeah. You post the thing of some guy getting his balls eaten by rats. <laughs> <laughs> the drawing is cool. Yo, wait a second. Why is John, did, did, hold on. Why haven't I not seen a Johnny Ryan... He got he got he got banned. He, he made uh, a new account. Oh, what's his new account? All right, give it to me. Johnny Ryan, Johnny Ryan, and then the number one. J O H N N Y R Y A N, and then the same thing again. God, what and a, the number one. It's disgusting. This fucking place that we live, where Johnny Ryan would be cut from anything. Oh yeah, he's, see the guy's got a Ruffles potato chip bag over his head, and his his. Genitals are being eaten by rats. This is the the sort of shit that we need. And anybody that says otherwise is fucking, there's something wrong with them. Yeah, 100%. Then I like the one of Santa getting his head blown off. Yeah, he's lit. Very lit. Uh, Everybody, being, being offensive and borderline upsetting is lit. That's just what it is. It's lit. And you can say, like, Oh, it's like, I, I, well, if it was funny, shut up. What is funny to you? What is not funny to you? It doesn't matter. 
literally, I'd rather something not be funny at all, but still be bracing and offensive. At least it's engaging. Stop with the fucking, the pap. You know what I mean? The pablum. N- knock it off. I wish I, I, I wish I asked for Gundams for Christmas. Uh, yeah, you really should have. I fucked you, up. Are you going to get anything? Um, maybe like some socks or something. I didn't ask for anything. I didn't get anything for anybody either, though. Yeah, neither did I. Well, I was going to use this whole week to like do that, but then I wasn't allowed to leave the house. <laughs> yeah, why don't so. we talk about your isolation? Eh, it's just been boring. It's been fine. Been working. I've been working a lot just to kind of occupy my time. I've been uh, not as much jacking off as you would think, uh, but uh, a lot of Switch. A lot of, uh, that's mainly it. I like work all day and then I play Switch in bed. Gotcha. It's all right. <laughs> it's fine. But I'm over uh, the honestly, fucking, I'm going out now. Bed, I don't give a shit. Lit. Yeah, no, it's lit. It's not bad. Um, but wait a second. So, so this person, they got mad at you for calling women whores or something like that. And then, uh, also the, revealing- did someone call some, wait, someone called your job or is this, you were talking about the podcast? No, I'm talking about the podcast. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought someone like called, I thought someone like took the time to figure out what like your corporate gig is. No, but listen, but this, but this is that dude's energy. It's like going to like being like, Hey, you should like, it's like calling somebody sponsors at the, at their like podcast gig and being like, Oh, you shouldn't work with this fella. He's bad. You know, why do you have the time for this? You're a relatively young man. Knock it off. Yeah. You gotta knock that shit off. It's bad. Um, so, so wait, so you didn't, didn't, were they were mad at you for calling someone fat too? Is that a thing? Yeah, look, I, this part is sensitive, but basically, if you, when I asked you on this podcast, I said, "Hey, would you, uh, if you knew that your wife was going to put on, oh, 30, right, right, thirty yeah. pounds after, uh, and couldn't lose it after your second child, would you? I think it was operate? forty pounds. It, but here's the thing, I don't know this guy. I, don't, I need, I didn't even click on his fucking profile. I'm not going to say anything. I don't. I will we'll have to walk back." Cause I don't like when, if somebody involved my fucking partner in some shit, I'd be mad. But like, that's a really specific thing for a man to be offended by. Like really specific. Cause that Maybe one would lost right. Uh, would you, can you imagine being offended by that? No. So like, there's gotta be some skin in that game. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, listen, man, I don't care how much weight, your partner put on after fucking your kid. It's got nothing to do with me. I was just making some jokes with my friend, Eric. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's also like if you're, if you're that, if you were, if he was offended or like if something hit close to home, like being that upset about it, like, like, here's the thing. Like, I'm sure you've been in this circumstance. I have probably many people have where you're, someone makes fun of a thing, right? that maybe hits close to home for you. And maybe you feel this little like hiccup of anxiety or whatever about that. You know, it's not, maybe it's natural to kind of like lash out in some way or it'd be like, Hey, you know what I mean? But like, don't, don't do that. Just like maybe take into account how it made you feel. And like, if it hit close to home for you, figure out why it bothers you. And then, and work on that. Oh, see, now you're on this, you're, this is more cock and ball torture. What I'm saying is, <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's not even that. It's just like, just write me off as an asshole. We yeah, don't gotta, you could do that. I mean, that's very we easy. We don't got it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not, I don't, I'm not begging for anybody's listenership. <laughs> like, like, just write me off as an asshole and say, oh, I don't enjoy that. Like, what are you going to do? Like, contact my boss like like you you tried contacting my my partners you're going to contact my bosses which by the way i'm very as even as it's to my detriment i'm very dedicated to a freelance lifestyle very dedicated so like even my bosses not really my bosses <laughs> you know what i mean so like it's like you know i'll walk away from anything there's no like threat here and so what's next you're going to like hit my parish priest. I don't go to church. You're going to hit my mom. Like 
what is it when you're like got employee brain and you're like, Oh, I got a clock. I got a, a, you know what? I'm going to take this up the ladder. Get me on the phone with your manager. Like, yo, stop. Embarrassing. You know, I, I, I realized like, I realized why I was never a, like get someone fired type of dude, you know, because it, it would rob you of your manhood. Well, obviously, but like, you know, when I, when I was a kid, right. I, I, I liked reading Spider-Man comic books. And uh, if anyone's familiar with the, with the Venom plot line, you know, Spider-Man, basically, he fucks over Eddie Brock. He, like, he, he, he ruins his Snitches. life. He's, he's, he, he fucks him over. And what happens? That shit comes back to Spider-Man as Venom. He fucking, he claps him in the head. So, like, don't be out here trying to ruin people's lives because, like, it might come back to you. Yeah, well, honestly, yeah, Peter Parker could have saved himself a lot of headache if he didn't snitch. Yeah. He was, he was, he acted like a total bitch. And then, and then what happens? You got the, the fucking, he get the, the, you, the guy you snitched on gets the outer space, uh, monster, monster outfit. Yes. Yeah. And now, now you're in a, in a hole. Don't, if you didn't snitch, wouldn't have been a problem. Yeah. Try, try staring at your shoe. Yeah. You got to look at your shoe. That should be the whole message of the podcast. Just look at your shoe. <laughs> look at your shoe until it's <laughs> over. Shut up. <laughs> look, look at your shoe. But uh, uh, what thank else you, we got? Thank you for listening. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, always, always thank everybody for listening. Yeah. What, what else? What else we got to talk about? It's the holidays. Nobody's getting together. This is just this whole Omicron thing to me. It's very obvious. It's the liberals' further just destruction of Christmas, right? <laughs> I mean, I listen. It's I war on I, Christmas. I don't. We're not even getting a good war on Christmas narrative this year. No, we're not. It's surprising. <laughs> we tried the ginger person thing and. Everybody. It is now 2024. And the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts? Or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? <laughs> so do we. Why don't you come over and check it out. And stop listening to other podcasts. Thank you. You, if you are like, oh, look at these conservatives, they're upset about the ginger person. Look, like, so Wait, did what's, you see this? What's that? No, what is this? So, what's the ginger person thing? Some conservative pundit saw a tweet of a photograph and he, re- he retweeted it. The photograph was at a bakery, the ginger man, the gingerbread man traditionally. <laughs> gingerbread person <laughs> and and you know he did his conservative duty and said we are losing our minds <laughs> and then and then people were like look at this snowflake because yeah. they think that that's like batting the insult back at them and it, it's like guys you took the bait this dude doesn't give a fuck about gingerbread persons Fox News doesn't give a fuck about gingerbread persons. It's you couldn't find 200 people on the face of the planet that is going that would sincerely link gingerbread person to the decline of of I don't know fucking gender norms or the wokeness the, the rise of wokeness or whatever. 200 people in the entire world and we create these like straw men like I just get so mad at the left because they can't meme. So they do these like weird straw man arguments where like anytime a conservative says something stupid, they lunge on it. And, but it's like, yo, that's a grift. That guy is saying that so that you do this so that he can sit next to Kyle Rittenhouse at some fucking conference where they play like, you know, shook ones through the fucking like, like shook ones part two through the fucking uh, speakers when Kyle Rittenhouse comes out 
and and do, does the I don't know if you saw this, but they actually did the air horn noise for Kyle Rittenhouse. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's fucking crazy. And the that dude wants to sit next to Kyle. He wants to ask Kyle if he likes thick Latinas or if he prefers uh, Jamaican girls. Uh, and and th- that's what it's a grift. And we fall for grifts all the time on this show when it's fun. Yeah, I get it. You're having fun. But like, don't buy in all the way. It's not real. <laughs> that person doesn't give a fuck about gingerbread people. No, nah, but like when, when, you know, because yeah, that guy who said that is obviously in on the grift. I'm sure some, some, you know, listen, I follow a lot of fucking, well, maybe not a lot, but I follow a couple of these like, uh, you know, they're, they're just, they're just corporate Dems, but they kind of, they like to wear the clothing of, uh, of, uh, you know, left-wing populist type guy. Yeah. Uh, it's the, it's the corporate Dem training camp. You know what I mean? That's, that's just what it is. It's the corporate Dem, uh, l- like, uh, conversion therapy, like the, the place that they are all at. Right. But do you, do you follow that guy, Robert Reich? No. So he, I think he was in like bill clinton's cabinet maybe or whatever but he's on twitter a lot and you know i would say i agree with him maybe 75 percent of the time maybe but like he really shows his ass that like 15 percent of the time where i'm just like oh you're a grifter <laughs> like oh i see yeah. i see i get it like so so both both sides of the there, there there's grifters uh of every stripe out there i guess is my point but like I don't know, man. It's, it's kind of, it's hard to parse sometimes who know who's in on the grift and who's like actually getting worked into a shoot. Yeah, it is hard because people just want to have a good time on the internet and be partisan weirdos. But then you get the actual partisan weirdos that aren't having a good time. And that's the person who is most grifted. That's the person who's like on the right, they're buying like Trump commemorative, commemorative coins. Um, Yeah. on the left, they're they're like double masking and and uh, uh, reposting uh, uh, defiant Brooklyn dad. <gasps> By the way, the South gained uh, almost a million uh, human beings uh, uh, during COVID. And, and how many did California lose? Uh, from the west coast or from the west part, of, western part of the country, uh, a about 150,000 people uh, exited uh, and went to the South. It's almost as if when you're paying record high taxes and getting absolutely nothing out of it, uh, you don't, you do, a lot of people don't like that situation. Yeah. So everybody talks about the migration out of Texas but or out of uh, California rather, but it actually seems that the Northeast lost the most amount of human beings. Almost half a million people uh, fled the Northeast uh, during COVID. I th- the the two of us would be 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 among them. Well, I think it, once you've taken away most of the perks, the very very few perks of living in the Northeast, you realize, hey, wh- uh, why the fuck do I live here again? Excellent question. Yeah, yeah. Well, once you take away the opportunity, and and the th- you know, I'm really just talking about New York here because th- this is maybe Boston a little bit. There's some opportunity depending on what. I don't know. I guess if you're like an academic or some shit, which, oh God, kill yourself. But, uh, you know, once you take away a lot of the perks of living in New York City, uh, the very, very few perks of living in New York City, uh, and the rent doesn't go down at all, yeah. you go, and, and it becomes, and, and your job becomes totally uh, workable remotely, you think, hmm, maybe I don't have to live like a fucking asshole. Yeah, when New York becomes Philadelphia, but uh, you're still paying New York prices. Yes, get out, get out. Yeah, gotta get the fuck out, man. There's nothing left. I don't know. I maybe it's still fun for for younger kids. Maybe I don't know. I don't think it is. Like for kids, like we. I know we have listeners who are like between the ages of like 21 and and 24. Is it is it if you uh, and I and and some of you probably live in New York. Hit us up. If you're between the age, if you're in a younger, if you're in your early 20s and you live in New York, is it fun for you right now? Has it been fun? Have you done fun things in the last year and a half, two years? And going to a bar doesn't count. Yeah, and I'd like to hear from people who 
well, the problem is that COVID has been going on for two years, right? Yeah. So the, a young person conceivably, like, let's say that you're, you were turning 18 when COVID started and now you're about to turn 20. Uh, you just, you might not know what fun is. You might not have any like kind of concept of what it is to have fun in New York city. Well, I hope that they were, they were, they were having some fun on the sly. You know what I mean? Because that that's a real tragedy. If you, you're losing out, these are the most fun years of your life. And if you're not having any fun, holy shit. Yes. Cause you, tr- trust me. Yo, but but fuck it. By the time you're like 27, there's not much fun left. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean it's trampoline parks down. Is like is the best you can hope for. That's the best you can hope for. I mean, when, once you hit your later 20s, it's like the fun. It's just it's everything starts getting kind of old. Your body doesn't really work as well. You get tired easier. You can't really hang handle the hangovers. So like these 18 year olds. Live, you know, eighteen to twenty, living through COVID or whatever. You just got, you got jammed at a at a, at a two years of your life that you should have been getting fucking lit. Yeah, like that sucks. Yeah. So I don't know. Move to move to don't move to Austin. <laughs> move somewhere fun. I don't fucking know. Move to Miami. Move to Miami. I, I, honestly, I think maybe go to like. Go someplace more suburban than that. I I mean, suburban Chattanooga was lit. Suburban, yeah. Like, here's the thing: Would you rather live in New York City or Long Island? I'd rather live in Long Island any day. No, no, I'd rather live in the city. No way, dude. Long Island sucks, dude. Yes, the city is an abomination. The city is against God. The city is like it, it. It shouldn't exist. It's against nature. Yeah, but like if you live in the city, you don't gotta have a car. And if you live in the city, you can like you can go to a museum. What? You haven't been you've been to a museum what twice in your adult life? <laughs> yeah, four times. Congratulations. And were you prompted by a girlfriend during those times or did you go of your own volition? Um fifty fifty. Okay. Well, that's better than I thought, honestly. <laughs> uh no, I I'd rather live in New York City. I hate Long Island, dude. Oh, see, I love suburban energy because there's less, for example, if you brought out your, like a, uh, a, a, a paintball gun and you and your friends uh, drove around, uh, Flatbush with a fucking, uh, paintball gun, you're going to be shot by police. Oh, you're going to get brought up on terrorism charges. Exactly. But if you did that, you could do that in the parking lot of Nassau Community College. No doubt. You could shoot your professor in the face <laughs> with a paintball <laughs> gun. And it's all gravy. It's fine. It's it, People are just having a good time. The suburbs are the least serious place I've ever been in my life, and that's why I like them. Because it's like it's, – it's not like – it's just not as serious. And I mean that in a positive way. Because I don't think that the way that the city is serious is necessary, A – or be fun at all. Well, it's uh, that kind of shit was fun when I was like a teenager. Like we would, we, I can remember, you know, cause I grew up, you know, border Queens, Long Island or so very suburban. And, uh, we would, we, I remember downloading the, the anarchist cookbook off of like, uh, the PDF off LimeWire yes. and, we, and we learned how to make napalm <laughs> yes. and we would, and we would hollow out, uh, tennis balls and pour the, pour the, the napalm into it. That shit was pretty fun. This is, this is, that's real. Yeah, but like, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'd be doing that as a 30-year-old, but now that I'm talking about it, maybe I should. I assure you we would. I went to a trampoline park today. <laughs> you keep, you are fucking enthralled with the trampoline park. It was very fun. It was you can't stop fun. talking about it. What's your experience with Nassau Community College? Because I, I went there for two years and I kind of miss it. So the only thing I know about it, I've never been there. The only thing I know about it is uh, that I went to school uh, I went to school in uh, upstate New York, and uh, there was no reason that anybody would go to Nassau Community College. But I had a friend who that was his dream. Was to, <laughs> I was love to, that. Was to go to Nassau Community College. And when people would ask him why, he'd say, it's the hottest women I've ever seen in my fucking life. That's facts. And that stuck with me, and I believe it. 
It's facts, dude. I had friends. So when I was, when I went there between the ages of like 17 and 19, I would have friends who were not enrolled just come with me while, and then like hang out on campus while I was in class and they would just, they would just look at women. It's yeah, facts. It's like, They're unbelievable. It's literally like, it's like women taking off their like strip club clothes to go to their first class. And it's like, and they have, they, they're, they're really beautiful and they have that like, they have that Long Island accent. You know, the New York accent that's kind of like disappeared. It's like, because New York just became like, you know, it just, you know, became the, the land of like transplants. It just, it, it didn't disappear. It just kind of migrated east and west. So you can still find it out here. So you'll find these like beautiful Italian women from, from Queens, Long Island. And like, you'll be like trying to park your car and they'll be like, is that okay? Should I back up a little bit? Are you good, honey? I fucking love that. Yeah. There's this, there's for sure a certain appeal there. Oh my God. It's like, it, it's, they're all Marissa Tomei. They're all the, they're all Fran Drescher. Yeah. This beauty, these are beautiful women, man. I, I miss, you know what you should do? Matt. So Mac is coming to New York for a week, uh, at the day after or New Year's day. You should come, you should come down. You can come stay at my folks place and we'll go. We'll I'll, I'll meet you and Mac and Brittany. We can go to Nassau community. I'll show you, I'll show you all the, uh, all the good spots around here. Uh, you're going to show me the, the delis of, uh, Nassau, Nassau <laughs> County. We'll go to ANS. We'll go to Cherry Valley. We'll go to the Roosevelt field mall. It'll be a good day. Oh yeah. I definitely want to go to the malls. Yeah. We'll go to Roosevelt field. We'll go to the source mall. What else is out there? Uh, you know, it's come on Nassau County, baby. Uh, I have no reason to doubt these claims that that <laughs> so uh yeah i'm game i i uh, uh i like i imagine that you guys have a lot of sandwich spots oh yeah uh i would think that uh i mean my time in long island was <laughs> honestly my time in long island was everybody talking about their Indian neighbor? There's a lot of that, yeah. Everybody was like, "Oh, did you see who's moving in? Another Indian family." Yeah, yep. That, that was, and then the conversation was, you know, honestly, I like my kid being around Indians. They don't get in trouble. Like th- that was the conversation. So, like, and that wasn't like, oh, Patrick, were you hanging out with people with uh, kind of uh, retrograde views? No, no, no. That was literally everybody I encountered <laughs> wanted to talk to me about the changing demographic of their neighborhood. Which, by the way, everybody, when that's – you can be an adult. When the context of the conversation is I'm fascinated by the changing demographics of my neighborhood, I can understand why your ears would perk up and you'd go, now the racism begins. I get it. I do the same thing. But sometimes people are literally just interested in the changing demographics of a place that they've known to be one way for 45 years. And now it is changing. And that's kind of interesting. So I found it interesting too, honestly. We got a, we got a shout out to, uh, to uh, the, uh, the singer of Sheer Terror, Paul Bearer. He just announced on Instagram that he's getting married. Holy shit. Mazel tov, Polly. <laughs> Mazel tov. Yeah, Long uh, Island's a fucking vibe, man. I hate it, but but if you you say you sound, I mean, I uh, Nassau community will hold a special place in my heart, and there are a lot of good sandwich places. That's definitely for sure. Uh, but aside from that, it can fucking it can go to the birds, man. It's it's especially this time of year. It's God, it's fucking it's so depressing. It can't be more. I mean, upstate New York is it's fundamentally discouraging. Like it makes you not want to leave your bed. It makes you want to uh, like just kind of climb into yourself. I it's I heard today that the mall that I went to, to jump my little trampoline park thing, that there was an attempted suicide in the Dave and Buster's bathroom. <laughs> if that doesn't sum it up, I don't know what the fuck to, can you, you know, I want you to think about this. Where are you at? when you when that's where you attempt to take your life 
like, was it a bad date? Was it like, uh, she's, you know, like you're not allowed to see the kids anymore. Like, what is it that you decide to go into a Dave and Buster's bathroom? Or That's do you rough, man. Maybe here's what it is. Maybe you understand the absurdity of everything. Maybe you're actually the only one of us that's awake. Think about that. Maybe that's what, uh, I mean, the, the Dave and Buster's bathroom in upstate New York sounds like the, the, uh, the, the tangible, uh, physical realm of the, uh, of the black pill. Uh, there is a lot. It's like a joke now that the overdoses in the Schenectady Burger King bathroom, that's where you go to overdose. Like, <laughs> yes. Think about, think about that. Think about not being resuscitated. Nobody's got Narcan. You just die. You die on the floor of the Schenectady Burger King bathroom. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. So give, give, <laughs> the, give, give the shout out to, to our, uh, uh, the socials, and then we'll go over into overtime. Okay, we're gonna go to overtime. Maybe we'll do, we'll do we'll do rub maps again on overtime. But you, if you want to get that, you have to go to our Patreon. It's Patreon.com/slash Worst Possible Timeline. Give us two dollars, you get a fuck ton of bonus content. We're gonna keep this episode going. We're gonna do rub maps, and uh, you're gonna find it over there on the Patreon. Go there at uh, WP Timeline on Twitter. That's where you can hit us on Twitter. Uh, do the whole thing there. Um, 205-509-9785. Uh, give us a call, leave us a message. We'll do messages next week. Uh, we'll play on the show. Uh, worst possible timeline at gmail.com. You can go there, send us an email. Also, I'm going to plug it here quick. I have to imagine most people probably follow us already on Instagram, but we've had free time. So we've been, maybe we'll do a Christmas day Instagram live or something. We've been doing Instagram lives and they're fun. Um, my at on Instagram is Eric Wills, E R I C W I L Z and Pat's is self-defense or you can plug your personal one. I don't know what you want to do. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. It's my name at self-defense. You probably already follow him. Whatever. Go there. We'll be doing Instagram lives. They're really fun. Uh, and, and we'll do one of those. And now we're going to go over to, uh, we're going to go over to overtime in three, two, one. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.